0: Till Death Do Us Watch podcast where a married couple talks about the TV that they're watching. My name is May and with me
1: is John.
0: Yes, that is my husband right there. Hello. How are you doing, husband? I'm doing great. Hey, that's good.
1: We're watching Dexter.
0: Yes, we are.
1: And I'm having some fun with it.
0: Oh, good. I am too. <laughs> oh, if right. You wanted to know.
1: <laughs> I, I did.
0: <laughs> uh. Yes, we're watching Dexter. We're on episode Five. Oh my god. We're on 5 already?
1: We are on 5 already. Oh my goodness. Did you just double check?
0: No. I No, I trust you.
1: All right, yeah. So, <laughs> moving on, we're on episode 5, Love American Style. Yes. Uh, great episode.
0: Oh my goodness. Do you
1: want to just dive on in? Dive Let's on do in. It. Let's dive on in. Dive on in. All right. So, Love American Style, we start off at Saint Mercy Hospital where they're going through all of the,
0: the hospital! Oh my goodness, they're they're tearing that apart, and Dexter thinks that's disrespectful.
1: <laughs> he, he does. No, I really love the opening where Dex is talking about a god. Sometimes I think about if I was the only one in a post-apocalyptic time, or <laughs> under the sea, or whatever the hell he
0: said. <laughs> yeah, and he definitely and, mentioned under the sea uh, specifically. Those stop
1: grinning like a psycho even in these moments of sweet repose that dexter has
0: yes it just they're yes. always broken moments by moments of solitude
1: they're always broken by what
0: the f- fuck are you doing weirdo <laughs> God, i love it, I love it. It's like, snap out of it what are
1: you doing when, well, one thing i thought was so interesting was that dexter was so into this whole thing that the hospital and and and, and everything that when asked if by laguerta if he found anything he's like no spotless amazingly so but he says it in that like, it's spotless and oh amazing <laughs> he, goes gold, he goes a little gold bloom. Is what I'm saying. Oh, it. Like, oh, ooh, ooh, oh, 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 it's. Ooh, uh, it's. It's spotless. It is. <laughs> so at, at Saint Mercy, it's we, we see Masuka, and it's the first time we've seen him in a while.
0: Long while. It's definitely the first time we've really speak <laughs> in, a <little> bit, <laughs> in a long yeah. time.
1: He would already had uh, HR threatened on him by Laguerta, jokingly, <gasps> huh. one episode. So we certainly got to know him then. But yeah, uh, we, we're, yeah. we're getting to know him more and more and more. It's great
0: yes he's no surprise here that the forensics guy is a little bit of a germophobe.
1: my favorite one was rat bite fever which <laughs> was it was a fridge logic one of oh it works in the moment but then when you're in the fridge later you're like rat bite fever <laughs>
0: it's like what does that even mean it's a little on the nose and again it's it's Dokes just like dude, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I love it so much. I do. Uh, I laughed so much during this episode.
1: This <laughs> was great. I also really liked the contrast of uh, towards the end of the scene when Deb comes out of the shadows and is like, so we're not going to find anything, are we? And I love that she's the officer and she sees it as it is. Yeah. And at the beginning of the scene, you had Laguerta. It's like, no, no, no. And even honestly, at the end of the episode, she's like, go over it again and again and again. We have to find something. Yeah, and I like that being like we're not. Let's just wasting time.
0: Yeah, it shows that she's. Uh, she get, is a really fast learner. She
1: gets it done.
0: Fast learner, like and it, well, and I you see it everywhere in this episode, and I know we'll we'll talk more about it later. But fuck, she really shines in this episode, and I love her interaction with Dokes too. And oh, just yeah. Their partnership. Oh, it's so good. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, they make such a good team. I love it so much.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I I really do, too. Yeah. Well, we'll talk more about that as we go on to the hotel where Yelena is sad. It's a sad Yelena.
0: Oh, she's just sad this whole episode. Understandably so. I would also be a wreck, but also, oh, man. You're folding up the towels in a way that the rest of the towels in the cart aren't being folded. You're rolling them up. The rest of them are folded. That's all I'm saying.
1: All right. Yeah, I like to focus on the human emotion of it and the sadness (laughs) of the... Not the towels. May,
0: watch. She's (laughs) noticing other things instead of the sorrow of the mourning fiancé.
1: She's not folding those towels right. That bitch. (laughs) No, no, she's obviously sad because her her husband is being essentially held captive at ransom and she can't afford it. And it's
0: sad. Heartbreaking.
1: What I thought was a little funny during it was when Rita jumps in and tries to help and she's like, hey, my boyfriend works for the police. And Yelena, no, fucking no police. And she's like, hey, it's fine. Dexter will know what to do. And I'm like... Being in Yelena's situation, I'd be like, okay, I get that. But also, no, don't involve the police. Don't involve the police. She's only trying to help, and I get that. But it's funny that Yelena's like, don't involve them. And Rita's like, "Ah, that's fine. I know this guy. Uh, (laughs) Which gets us to when Dexter and Rita are having lunch.
0: Yeah, a nice little work lunch. Like, she's still in her work gear. Yeah, uh,
1: and it's sweet that they're doing that, whatever. But there was obviously that moment where Reed is trying to connect with Dexter and he talks about, oh, I would have killed to have an Atari. <laughs> Which, uh, back in the day, I think I had a few dates that went that well. God, didn't you love the emotional vulnerability of,
0: I want an Xbox! <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had a Nintendo 64!
1: Don't you want to play Epic Mickey 2? <laughs>
0: Where you were talking to like I, your old girlfriends about it is about Epic Mickey too, or Epic
1: Mickey one.
0: <laughs> Quite a ladies' man over here. <laughs> All in it for the Mickey. <laughs> it's amazing. He's been married for nine years.
1: So we get to Deb. He said, changing subjects. <laughs> Yeah, we get to the precinct where... Deb has her hooker friend come in that I was supposed to check the name of because I felt bad that Chandra, I... Chandra. Thank you, Lord. That's, I got you. Oh, thank God. I felt
0: Give really Give me a bad. rest, Chandra! Oh. I actually really liked that whole... Interact. I feel like you totally do see Deb and Chandra's actual friendship there. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, like I really, I really liked that whole interaction.
1: It worked really well. And jumping ahead, I really liked when obviously Chandra jumped in for in Deb's defense. And I, I, I've is. always been a little unhappy, but I understand it with Deb's snap at her.
0: Yeah, uh, but, but you kind of, you kind of have to.
1: Moving on to the Dokes section, I wonder cigarette on a crime scene. <gasps> That's a very rookie mistake, and I feel bad for her.
0: But because... also, Dokes is totally in the right to yell at her.
1: Oh, no, I'm, I'm agreeing with Dokes. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm saying it's a rookie mistake. But such a I, rookie mistake. I get mistake. it, but she fucked up. And that's crazy, because that, that is one of the ones that I feel like would skate by a normie, as I call ourselves, in comparison yeah. to detectives.
0: Oh, for sure. Oh, I would have made the same mistake if yep. I was still smoking, and I would oh. just be like, oh, no, I'm like, Way over here. It's fine.
1: You stopped? I've been smoking since the womb.
0: Oh, God. Because I'm
1: hot. I'm sexy.
0: <laughs>
1: Not because of cigarettes!
0: You know, that really explains the the, the husky raspiness of your voice.
1: Yes. <laughs> now I have to... <clears throat>
0: oh, God. ...the rest of the episode. No, please don't.
1: <laughs> All right, so that gets us Thank to... You. The, um, Oh, I thought I was doing it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we get to the parking lot where we meet that lovely guy who uh, lovingly keeps referring to Yelena as your maid.
0: Yeah. And
1: Dex keeps correcting. it's She's not my maid, which I love that that's a thing. <laughs> yeah. Do you, have, do you have anything on the parking lot?
0: No. All
1: right. <laughs> so we head on over to the scrapyard in the daytime, the first scrapyard visit, which is pretty fun. I love Dexter when he gets caught by Castillo because immediately when he turns, he's in character. The the look on his face is doofy. And (laughs) And very
0: innocent. Yeah,
1: and Michael C. Hall is a very good-looking guy, and he's tan, and he has good teeth, and whatever, and he makes it work for himself. But then when he turns the charm on,
0: yeah. It, oh, my God.
1: Well, I hate, suddenly hate his tan, and I hate his... You know what I mean? Because like, he's like, playing that character. Yeah, like, yeah.
0: when he's immediately talking about whatever car I don't remember because I don't care yeah. about cars, but, like, he just immediately, like, oh, do you have this specific part of the car? Yeah. And it's just... Yeah, he immediately turns into this, like, pretentious douchebag.
1: You're not wrong. But I love it. And, and there's sometimes when he turns goes from one end of the spectrum to the other yes um, it's really Clark Kent's level of turning it on and off yes which is great which is
0: oh it's fascinating to watch oh my god I think I think the, the the only other time I've really seen that kind of like just switching it on and off was the one season of orphan black I saw oh yeah holy shit. yeah it's it's so hard to do and Michael c Hall nails it yeah, he's, he's so good at just. Oh yeah, <laughs>
1: I'm Dave. Hello.
0: Oh fuck
1: this guy. And shout out to She-Hulk.
0: <laughs> oh my god, yes! <gasps> uh, this I'm is so not excited. the
1: podcast. This is not the podcast.
0: Oh, or Dexter, is it? What? Okay, fine.
1: <laughs> at the scrapyard, I love some of the probing questions that again, just like he did with uh, in Crocodile with Matt the Drunk, yeah. which is his name now.
0: He's Matt the Drunk. Matt
1: the Drunk. No, I love the probing questions. I love the, oh, you run this place alone, and then, and, and, oh, you got one of those floaties on your keychain. Do you take your boat out, or, you know, and yeah. then obviously the Spanish thing at the end, which was racist, Ooh. let's not be, but it was...
0: Oh, it was absolutely racist, but, it was but racist. he did it on, like, he was. it was he, very he, purposeful.
1: He did it for the greater good. Oh, that doesn't
0: sound Oh, bad. no. Uh-oh. Oh, oh, no. John, watch. <laughs> oh,
1: no. <laughs> Happening, so then we go to the hospital for the first, which is great. Was that so? This is the one where Tony Tucci is unconscious, yes. We can just go through the rest of these if you want on the okay. manufacturer side. Yes, yeah, so we get to the hospital, and Tony Tucci is unconscious and he looks horrible, but he's recovering. When Deb gets in there, there's a nurse, Ooh. and she says he's on a lot of sedatives, I think he deserves them, and then walks out, which made me think, did she give him more than she was supposed to? And that was her, like, telling the police that, like, he's out because of that? Or is it just a thing? I don't know. Point is, it was an odd declaration.
0: I got the impression that this was the same nurse that Deb was yelling at over the phone. And, And when she was, like, just threatening the nurses. And I think that nurse was, yeah, this policewoman just won't stop bugging me. And so, you know what? She doesn't get to talk to him right now. He gets to rest, and this policewoman can just... Sit and wait.
1: Thank you. No, uh, you, made a, you made a properly good point out of something I thought was just a joke. Oh, yeah. well, well, thanks. Uh, well done. I didn't uh, connect it to that.
0: Well, well, well.
1: And that's why you're here. Thank you. In the, in
0: <laughs> thank, the ne- thank you. No, thank you. Thank you for no, your
1: service. So we uh, in the next hospital scene, just sticking with the Miami Metro uh tony is awake and he is adorable
0: oh my god i love tony he's just the sweetest guy and i really want to be friends with him and the way that he flirts but he like he's 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 knowingly being a little much but he's so cute and charismatic i really like him
1: he's very schlubby but like adorably schlubby
0: he's just cute
1: yeah so then we're introduced to rudy Oh. who is Tucci's very handsome doctor.
0: Yes. Nice and guy. He's, Speaking of charm, he's, putting he's on, got quite a bit of charm.
1: Laying on the charm. So then they go on to interview Tony, and in the midst of trying to get information from him, Ooh. Deb uh, suggests cool. that Pulls maybe... Was another
0: rookie card.
1: I disagree. I, well, because of the ending as well. Like, Dokes even does it. Well, we'll get to it. But, like, I don't think it was a rookie. I think it was instinct and good for her. How dare you? Okay. Deb asks to blindfold Tucci, and which I think is a—it's a. There's a lot of traumatic situations, and I think that she's right in the way to recall memories. Yes, it depends I agree. on the trauma, and in this instance, we're okay. But I love at the uh, w- at the end when uh, Tucci begins to be like, "Hey guys, I'm tired." Yeah, Dokes, Officer Morgan, and I need to leave. Which made me realize. People only call her Officer Morgan when she's in trouble. Or when, oh. they, or, or when, or when they don't like her.
0: I did not notice that. Uh,
1: at the end of the episode, we'll get to it. We'll get to
0: it. We'll get to it. We'll, we'll get to it.
1: Sticking with Miami Metro, we are uh, in the interrogation room.
0: <gasps> and who are they interrogating?
1: Neil Perry. Yeah. There he is. Uh, <gasps> fucking Sam Whitworth. Yes! Who, I think even at this time or around this time, I knew who he was. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah. I'm as equally baffled at the casting as I was then, yeah. as I still am now, in them trying to make him a nerd.
0: Oh my God, right? He,
1: he, he looks like you chiseled him out of stone.
0: He looks like a Greek god. And then God
1: gave a thumbs up. <laughs> you know?
0: It's that cleft chin. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. So, at this point, when, when we first, or when I first saw this, I think I, I really only knew him from two things. And that was Smallville. And that was being human. Yeah, like this incredibly handsome man. And to see his, his, like, his glasses are, like...
1: His terrible hair.
0: His buzzed hair. I hate it. Who looks good with a buzzed head? Not very many people, in was, my personal opinion.
1: I was going to say Stephen Amell, because that's the only haircut he knows. But <laughs> later, when they had him grow it a little bit, yes. it was even sexier. And he's got
0: the longer hair, like... On top, and then it's still, like, shaved on the sides. Oh, so good.
1: Yeah, no, it's, it's just, it's very funny. It reminded me a lot of, not a failed attempt, because I think he pulls it off, but I think what they're going for is something a little more like when Darren Chris is actually acting in things.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't mean that
1: as an insult, but when he's in a thing, and he's,
0: like, well, when Versace
1: he's... or whatever the hell
0: the yes, other ones that are. One. When, when, when he's in, yeah, the Versace one. Yeah. And he's not singing on Glee. It's, yeah, yeah. But there's a there's a difference between the two. He okay. won an Emmy for one of them. Which one would it be? Yeah, we know. But
1: <laughs> and then he's saying his acceptance speech. I no.
0: would watch that.
1: I would too. It feels like that same type of you're taking a pretty boy and trying to kind of weaken like, him a little
0: bit. Yeah, like trying to make him a little creepy, which I do yeah. feel like they they kind of tried to do. Like, well. We did it for Michael C. Hall. He's a handsome dude, and look how creepy we were able to make him look.
1: He did look super queefy. (laughs) I heard you. I heard you.
0: Oh, no. This is the queefy episode. (laughs) I see it already. (laughs) Sam Whitmer was just, he he was looking just a little queefy.
1: (laughs) We might be taking the queef jokes out.
0: God damn it. (laughs)
1: So what was your point?
0: It's like what they did with Michael C. Hall, where they took this beautiful man and they're like, hey, we can make him creepy looking, so we can just do that again with Sam Witwer. And you can't really, or you just didn't quite do it with Sam Witwer.
1: Yeah, so after the interrogation, we go over to Doak's desk and he confronts Deb about the, what the fuck were you doing? asking a trauma victim to blindfolded. Asshole. Ridiculous. And no, I've really felt for her. Like the, the show does a really good job at yelling at Deborah and like, <laughs> the audience feeling it.
0: Yeah, on both like, sides. Oh, a thousand percent. Yeah, like Dokes is absolutely making all of the sense, but I, I genuinely do see where Deb is coming from too. Where it's she, she really is trying to help.
1: The next one's at the precinct with Masuka, and this is where Deb flares up at Dokes, being like, "You are old. You are an old dog." And I'm a I'm a new young pup, and I got a lot of ideas. That's
0: that's exactly the conversation they Oh my goodness, it was so good. Well, and it's it's yeah, it's it it was it was dope saying that like, oh yeah, did did you come to that conclusion with you know the the guts of a of a veteran police officer? She's like, no, you need new eyes. You fuck you and fuck you, Masuka.
1: Yep, you're not wrong. They go back to the hospital to try Tucci again. And this is where dokes he's pushing to do the blindfold and that's a really nice acceptance of Deb and showing that he, she's right and I loved yeah. it. I loved it I loved it and he did great Oh support your partner. support your
0: partner yeah. yeah and well and they they have an amazing partnership and it's just it's just a little bit of trust here and there like even when Dokes mentions it again Deb's oh wait oh wait are you sure and it was it's It's a very good exchange.
1: What I thought was adorable is that... Now, we only have one more scene, so it's not definitively proven. But throughout this episode, Dokes is wearing casual wear. Yeah. A lot of polos. Yes. After Deb yells at him, calling him an old dog. Yeah. He's wearing a suit and a tie.
0: Oh, right in the...
1: In the hospital. At
0: the hospital.
1: I wanted to double check that he wasn't... Fancily dressed earlier, but this supports my idea that he has a crush on her oh. because she she showed her lady balls and smacked him in the face that's
0: with them. That's right. Dokes likes that shit.
1: Yeah, and that's adorable.
0: I think it's really cute too. Again, it supports that partnership that they've got and that camaraderie. I love Absolutely. it. Absolutely,
1: and it could get sexy. Is all I'm saying. Mm. I, I felt really bad when Tucci was blindfolded and going through his story again. Not for Tucci. But because the fucking ice truck killer has done so wonderfully so far, that he had one treat.
0: He only had one treat. He liked
1: lozenges. Everything. There were no fingerprints anywhere else. There was no anything. There was no spit. There everything. The trucks and the hospitals and everything was clean. But the, he had he gave himself one treat. I don't know. I feel bad for the guy. Yeah. So then that obviously with Tucci bringing up that fucking ice truck killer likes lozenges that gets them back to the St. Mercy hospital where they are looking through all the Nats rest for specific lozenge wrappers. Yes. Which gave, I love the line from Masuka. Yeah. When they're going through and they're all huddled together with who had garlic for lunch? And Deb saying,
0: I'm going to punch you in the fucking
1: neck. Very good. Very good. <laughs> so <There you> good. <laughs> so that gets us back to the precinct because uh, of course Masuka finds a uh, Lasagenes rapper. Yeah, <laughs> he finds a lozenge rapper, and they get a partial fucking print.
0: A uh, partial fucking print.
1: Partial fucking print.
0: And it's probably like the closest to where to like giving like some honest like, oh hey, good, okay, cool, yeah, go back, let's do it again. Maybe I... you'll get lucky again.
1: Excuse me. That was Lookwhere coming into <laughs> that scene. <laughs> Hello. Excuse me. Hello. Hello. Um, no. What I thought was funny was that yeah, Laguarda, but she doesn't give the compliment to Morgan.
0: No, she doesn't.
1: Which I thought was even funnier when she says, "Yeah, maybe like, let's sweep it again. Maybe we'll we'll get lucky again." And Dokes goes, "It wasn't luck. Well done." Or he's like, "Good work, Morgan." But he says all these as Laguarda is already way gone. She's oh, yeah, she's in her office. Taking a nap,
0: She, she whatever it is she fuck. does.
1: So that that's the main bit. We'll get to we'll get to the final final bit. At the end. We'll, oh yeah, get sure. sure. To, but yeah, Dexter.
0: With Dexter, that's the show we're watching.
1: Okay, so going back to Dexter, we get we get, we meet up with our friend Dexter again. Uh, mm-hmm. At the scrapyard, but it's night this time.
0: Yes, and he's in his Dexter killing outfit, which is my favorite.
1: Yeah, I, you're right. We haven't.
0: We we have seen him in the outfit sure. before, but we just didn't comment on it. You're right. And uh, here we are commenting on it. Oh,
1: there's a second comment for you. <laughs> yeah, he goes in and he finds the horrible living conditions. If I mean, I mean, you don't even call them that, but the 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 conditions that. Castillo has for the Cuban refugees. So this next scene, we're at the beach. with yeah. And it's a morning and ooh, body washes up on shore. Oh, dear. Dex gets a call from that guy from earlier saying, hey, we might have an idea from your maid, which is again... not my maid. Okay, so which gets us to the morgue where uh, Dex and Rita have some communication issues, we can say. Yeah. And, no, I feel for both of them. We understand it. But uh, Dex is realizing that he's not emotionally available, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. It's a very sensitive situation. Then
1: we get to the precinct where we learn about Batista's pay bump.
0: Oh, yes, we do. He's got up Going out celebrating that night. Hell,
1: yeah. We get over to the uh, boat surveillance scene where he's out. And I thought the – I like that Dexter could identify new money. Oh yeah, <laughs> a lot of fun. Which gets us to the club with Batista, which I still I still really can't believe Dex actually went out with Batista.
0: He actually did. That's great. Which you know I definitely think that is absolutely something that we've already seen has been heavily installed in uh, Dexter's way of thinking because of Harry. Oh, of course. Because yeah, it's, it's always a no. You don't do things for yourself. You do things because it will make other people happy. That's fair. And
1: La pasión, me! La pasión.
0: La pasión. Wait, but what about trust? And what about communication?
1: Don't go down that emotional road. Just go down on her.
0: <laughs> love it. That's good advice. No, it, it's not bad advice. <laughs>
1: uh, we, we get to the flashback. <laughs> we get to our first flashback, which is Dex uh, mowing the lawn. And a girl comes and uh, you wanna asks, "You want
0: to go to the spring formal?"
1: And Dex replies, as any normal man would, "Why would I want to do that?" <laughs> okay, so we get to the uh, the next flashback, which is the Dex getting ready for prom, and Harry is very honest with him, and I love the "You can fake a lot of things, Dex, but this is one you're going to have trouble."
0: And yeah, I I do like that that conversation where it's. Well no they don't see it that way. When you have that kind of physical connection, oftentimes women also see it as an emotional connection and you gotta be careful with that shit.
1: That gets us over to Angel's house, where Dexter takes a drunken angel inside his house, only defined
0: Ah, uh, speaking of they are bluntness. separated.
1: So that, that that really brought up an interesting question. I see I definitely see both points of view. But I would argue hmm it's hard. Whose responsibility is Angel?
0: <laughs>
1: because I feel bad because Dex like and as Nina, yeah, you you clearly don't know this guy very well. You like he has to reintroduce himself a little bit. Yeah. They they've they've clearly just met because of work and like you know what I mean? So it feels bad putting Angel in his hands yeah you know what i mean but then looking at it from the point of view of like oh you can't no batista no she's not comfortable with it get him out and i'm like yes. okay but it's not because batista he's just drunk it's confusing
0: it is confusing and, and it's they did yeah like i i think they handled it, that situation very well
1: i agree Dex ends up taking Batista home to his apartment, which is great because it's kind of crazy seeing Batista in that setting. Yeah. Uh, I love that Batista, he immediately gravitates to the AC, which you could say because he's drunk, because he he's hungover, yeah. uh, he had a long night. And they're I like in say, Miami,
0: they need some cool air.
1: I say it's because he's a good cop.
0: What? It just
1: drew him there.
0: Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. And his drunken mind took him straight to you the know,
1: place. His cop mind. You're not listening. <laughs> Batista's my, my secret horse. He's my secret, like, like he's, he's my ace in the hole. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I got it. I got a secret horse. Oh, my God. I felt so bad for Batista and his sad lie.
0: And oh. he's like, ah, oh,
1: my wife. And you're like, ah, oh, shut up, yeah, oh. doof.
0: But I do like that out of that lie, Dexter mm-hmm. doesn't feel so alone. He just, he sees that, oh, I'm not the only one who's kind of faking some things.
1: That's just becoming an adult.
0: No, my God, seriously. That's,
1: <laughs> Dex, this is all this is. This is a coming of age story. <laughs> Dexter is just realizing everyone's as fucked up as he is, yes. uh, which gets us to the precinct later. Dex gets a call from Rita, and I love Rita and how dramatic she is in the sense of, Mm. I'm sorry we haven't talked since that place. And Dexter being Dexter, oh, the morgue? (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, they they decide that they need to see each other, so Dexter goes over there later that night and realizes that maybe he needs to get it going. So he brings the movie, Terms of Endearment.
0: Oh, goodness. A light movie. A light movie.
1: Oh, for sure. And a very funny scene. Oh my
0: god. I made a note that was just, I can't believe that he tried to go down on her during terms of endearment. Like, that's the best.
1: The whole scene is gold. I love when Dex says to himself, La pasión. <laughs> As it goes down. <laughs> and when Rita stops him, I love that the whole conversation is him down at her knees, but she's cradling his head with both of her hands. So he's kinda like blah, 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 blah.
0: Yeah, with a squished cheek.
1: So it's the next flashback. We're back home from prom.
0: Yes, and and Dexter came home late. He did. Hopefully he was having some fun. Right. Or faking it.
1: But there has to be a part that it struck me during this scene that there has to be the whole reason that he's not feeling quote-unquote not feeling is because he's not dealing with his issues so Mm. right so it's just it's kind of crazy watching him as a teenager and being like well if you just kind of deal with this I'm not saying you'll be fixed but like you can start to get some control over it and yeah
0: yeah it is interesting to see how much intelligence Dexter has and how like yeah if you just gave him an extra set of tools that maybe he wouldn't I have grown up to be a serial killer. Just...
1: Well, in the in the earlier scene with Dexter and Rita at lunch, he mentions how at any moment she's going to get fed up and call me a science project, yeah. which is leads to our theory that Dexter isn't as uninterested in women as he thinks he is. Yeah. He's really just had one bad. Yeah, uh, go with one and they he was like, "Oh, it'll be like all women." And that's I understand that, but that's also kind of funnier cuz he had a bad prom, and now he's 40.
0: <laughs> How time flies. Don't don't get hung up on the little stuff, guys.
1: So we get back to the Castillo boat, which is a lot of fun.
0: Yes, his rowboat with a hole in it.
1: We find, I, th- I felt that the cell phone's under the, it's not a sink, but cell phone's under, it's called a helm. I don't
0: know, what is it
1: called? <laughs> the 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 steering wheel. The helm.
0: As far as I know. There has helm. to be
1: something in the, in between. I but want
0: it to be a helm.
1: I felt the cell phones under that uh, was an amateur move, as was leaving the bodies in the boat. Like, right? I mean, I get he has to take care of them a little bit at a time, but I feel like he could just, like, spend a day cruising. Not the coastline, but, mm-hmm. like, a mile off, if that's a thing. And then just dump them at different times where, I don't know. It just, right. it just does Just
0: leaving them into the boat yeah. and you leave the boat at the marina. And yeah, it just, it, it seems a little too much to just leave it there.
1: I'm not a boat guy, but what the fuck is that hatch that the bodies are in? Right? Like, is that supposed to be for fish? Cause I thought you iced fish, but then I guess a lot of people don't, you don't, you wouldn't bring ice, but are you supposed to bring ice? I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to deep if sea are... dive or whatever.
0: There are Easy both fish. people out there. Enlighten us.
1: You don't have to. I just, if you'd um, like to. Yeah. <laughs> no, honestly, if, if if it's for something, let us know. That'd be great. Then we get over to Dexter's lab where he starts preparing to get the stuff done, which you and I liked because he was using a pencil case from
0: 1998. Yes, we had to go back because I had to make sure that, like, if, if it was like one of those like turquoise gel like pencil. Yeah. Case Holders. And I it loved was. it. It was great.
1: <laughs> which gets us to the Scrapyard Showdown.
0: Yeah. Which
1: is pretty good. I
0: like that title.
1: So question, would candles work? It's very romantic. And I get it because it turns out to be a couple thing later. But Dex didn't know that. Did so not. it's a very romantic way. And it just reminded me of anything like like Steve from American Dad. with that <laughs> go- ooh! Ooh. every time he finds a comic yeah or uh, James woods ooh piece of candy like, it was a little yeah I mean but it would work right like or would it, you it would I don't know that's I, confusing yeah. yeah that's a fun one
0: I follow it
1: I have wood candles work here a few times because it really consumed me <laughs> um I like the it leads him into that uh the the trailer and He had good pictures, because they're all creepy and bloated. Yeah. So that was fun.
0: Oh, my God. And there were so many pictures, too. Like, how did he get pictures of all of them? Did he, like, actually dig in and just, like, Mm -hmm. okay, I got a picture of you. Move this body aside. And, oh, wow, you're new. Take a picture of you.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. Creepy.
1: I love when Dex uh, injects him with the M99 and whispers, God bless America. (laughs) Very good. Uh, But then the wife shows up, and Twist... She's also a dick.
0: Oh my god, two dicks.
1: And then we get our first couple's kill,
0: oh, which is great. It's and a really good one.
1: I was going to ask, without spoilers, oh yeah, we keep asking each other these questions. And maybe these are more spoiler ones, but keep your eye on it because we don't remember. But is this, I think this is one of the only couple kills.
0: Oh, I I think so. Let's
1: keep our eye on it. Okay, Yeah. Yeah. I like that Dex is genuinely in awe of their love.
0: Yeah, as soon as, I love you so much, he's, just, oh my god, pause, wait a second, hold up. <laughs> I got a question for you lovebirds.
1: Well, and uh, them using saying that they share the same dream, is that's a solid
0: that foundation. Is, yeah, that is some genuinely good marital advice, too.
1: <laughs> this gets us into the... Final few scenes where we find Batista at the club, aptly named Sadista.
0: Oh, Sadista!
1: Then we're at the hospital where Shandra, or I guess Deb, brings Shandra uh, yes. to see Tony Tucci, which is great because he made the comment earlier that no woman would ever be interested in him. And yeah, it was a nice scene where uh, I only had one question, which was, was this paid or was it a favor because it's weird either way It kind because of i is. I was like, oh well, it's paid and I'm like, well that, that's not good you shouldn't you know because whatever but then it's a weird thing to go to your hooker and be' like, your, your hooker friend and yeah, be like, like hey, so there's this guy and he could really use a pick me up so either way it was I hope it was more of like a blind date slash fuck on the first date
0: yeah you know. yeah, yeah 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 I, I don't know. I, I hope that, too. Well, the one thing for sure, freaking Tony, I have never seen him so happy. Oh, my goodness. That sure. smile on his face.
1: So yeah. good. Chandra's very pretty. Mm-hmm. Uh, and speaking of pretty, uh, as Deb exits the room to give them some privacy, Ooh. she gets some eyes from that doctor.
0: Ooh. Who's very some pretty. eyes and a little smirk, too. Mm.
1: Very good. Very good.
0: Late all um, the time.
1: After that night, we get up. We wake up in the scrapyard in the morning, and Dex is running late because he didn't expect to do two, and he kind of he mentions he shortchanged uh, the wife, mm-hmm. and he's getting ready to go. But as he's leaving,
0: <gasps> he's being
1: watched. What's in the trunk? What's in the trunk?
0: What's in the trunk?
1: It's an eyeball. It's an eyeball. Just one eyeball. And Watch. Then Dex let the Cubans go, which was, I mean, not, I mean, of course he was going to, but it was nice to see.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But, like he, he could have just left with the door locked and he didn't. And it's nice.
1: Yeah. And Dex, uh, the next scene we're on is the boat where yes. he's tossing the ones. Now I, I had a question about this, but I'm going to leave it for the spoiler section. Ooh. And then uh, after the boat, we get to the apartment where he's going through his blood slides. try that again Mm. after the boat we get to the apartment where we see him going through his blood slides and then where rita's house for dinner and uh he asks her what her dream is is that what it is yeah like Ah. what
0: what what is her dream of her of the future
1: i love the quote i want from dexter i want to be content to feel comfortable like everyone else that's all everybody wants is. This is what I'm talking about. He's not different from us. He's he, just misunderstood.
0: He really is. He's yeah, a good man. Rita understands. He is Rita a, just wants a normal life too.
1: I agree. And when Rita mentioned that she loves boring, I do. Oh my God.
0: Oh my God. I have heard you say that so many times, like unironically. But yep. Yeah. Since absolutely. we got married
1: every day. God, I love
0: boring. that's boring. Oh. And also, as,
1: so they find out that they want something similar—a normal life—and they both kind of put food in their mouths and smile at each other as the camera goes away. Where are the kids?
0: They're at Colleen's. They're Why? At Colleen's. Then they
1: shouldn't be eating dinner at a home. Go out.
0: Right. If you're, if it's date night, go yeah. out for a date. Get night. out of
1: here. They could have been dinner in a movie. They, he might have brought Terms of Endearment too.
0: That's that's electric
1: what boogaloo. It was. <laughs>
0: That's definitely what
1: it was. Right. And that gets us to the end of the episode. Oh, um,
0: it's a very nice episode. It
1: was a great one. Um, we had a lot of fun with it. Uh, let's head over to the spoiler section. So do you want to tell the people that might be hopping off?
0: Yes. Thank you for, for listening to us and and for following us. And if you would like to reach out and talk to us, our email is watch at gmail.com. Please reach out to us. We'd love that.
1: Thank you so much. Now May. Yes. Shh. 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 It's time to Wait. Shh. It's it's Dexter. It's a secret. Shh. Uh. Yeah. Welcome. Hello. Sam Witwer was great to see. Uh, he comes in as the proxy for Ice Truck Killer later, which is a lot of fun. So and, much fun. Uh, we've I've recently gone through Clone Wars and all this stuff so rebels and all the bad
0: guys all, all the star wars oh
1: sam witwer is a treasure
0: isn't he oh uh, my goodness so and my, i yeah. love how much he geeks out too like it's yeah. just oh, it great. Uh, he's such a handsome geek
1: the question that i had was when dex was throwing the bodies out on the boat we obviously know that the next episode starts with those bodies being dug up Yeah. but there are a few shots from far away that were Kind of, it felt like they were they were on a boat and it was kind of rocking, you know. Like it was a very shaky cam. Yeah. And I'm wondering if that was Rudy, with like a, you know what I mean? Because how else would he has to dig him up. Yeah. So he has to be following him. He didn't track him. So right. it ha- He has to be in a boat miles away with, you know, some sort of, you know, what what? It's not a telescope. What what? Periscope. The 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 one that the pirates the, have.
0: Yeah. Like, Shh.
1: And then they look through it, and then Barbosa is bigger, and yes, then yes. Jack Sparrow feels bad.
0: I saw that movie. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah anyway, so no, that was interesting because I wonder if that was a POV shot of Brian. I
0: love that. Yeah. I it was love a lot that fun. theory. I'm uh, totally up for
1: that. Yeah. Uh, other than that, it was great to run into Rudy. Um, yeah, I remember when Rudy. I first.
0: <laughs> I keep. I kept forgetting that his name was Rudy.
1: <laughs> like, I get that.
0: That he's just Brian in my head.
1: The first time I watched this, I uh, watched this with a previous girlfriend and we, I remember she got really annoyed with me because <laughs> she was introducing me to this. And at this scene, yeah, I pointed at Rudy. I'm like, it's him. He's the ice truck killer. And she's like, what? <laughs> no, what? Why would you even say that? What? I'm like, because he has way too much screen time. I don't trust him. He's... We're
0: halfway through the season. No.
1: And it is. And that was hilarious. And that's still my favorite get. I think I've gotten in in, in, a, in a TV show.
0: Yeah, that's it's very impressive. No, no, no. I I didn't <laughs> it was, get it the first it was, time around.
1: I was being an ass, but it turned out I was correct. That's all I have for the spoiler section. Um, do you have anything?
0: Nope, that's all I got. Yeah,
1: short and simple and quick and easy. I'm I love. So
0: excited for more Brian.
1: I'm excited for more uh, Neil Perry. Is it is it is Neil Perry? We're not going to. Yes, go. I okay. think so. All right, I'm excited for Sam Whitworth. He's a handsome bloke. He's
0: very handsome. Uh, bloke. I
1: want to. Th- Yeah, thank you all for listening to this.
0: Yes, thank you so much, and please reach out to us if you'd like to give us your theories or give us, just, you know, just chat with us.
1: Non-spoiler or spoiler, all good.
0: All the the things, Do you want to wrap us up? Yes, um please reach out to us at till death do us watch at gmail.com. We're also uh, till death do us Watch on all of the social medias. And, yeah, thank you again. We'll see you next time around.
1: See you on the flippity-flip.